Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire and welcome to Master Leadership. Great leaders ask great questions and this podcast takes you on a journey to master leadership with questions that matter to leaders who matter with your host, Lily Sinabria. Hi, this is Lily, and welcome to Master Leadership, where we connect with leaders worldwide to gain insights on important topics to help us on our journey towards greater significance. If you would like to participate as a guest, or if you have a question that you would like to ask a guest, go to masterleadership.org for more information. Lisa Druxman is the founder of Fit for Mom, the nation's leading company for pre- and postnatal health, wellness, and fitness programs for every stage of motherhood. Fit for Mom has created business opportunities for moms nationwide with more than 300 franchisees and 1,000 locations across the U.S. In addition to leading her team at Fit for Mom, Lisa is a noted speaker, author, podcaster, and powerhouse of energy. A self-proclaimed mom boss, Lisa is passionate about paying it forward and empowering other women in life and business. Druxman is also the author of a new book with life strategies for moms, The Empowered Mama. How to Proclaim Your Time and Yourself While Raising a Happy, Healthy Family. Druxman earned her master's degree in psychology with an emphasis in exercise adherence and weight control from San Diego State University. She created the weight management program Lean Mommy, Learn Eating Awareness and Nutrition, which is also the name of her first book. Druxman has written on business for entrepreneur and on motherhood for magazines such as Fit Pregnancy, Shape, and more. Recognizing her entrepreneurship, Druxman has also been nominated for and received numerous honors from organizations such as the National Association of Women Business Owners for creating one of the most desirable businesses for moms in the country. Druxman has appeared on the Today Show, CNN, Access Hollywood, and Home and Family, to name a few. She has also been featured in print publications including Entrepreneur, Women's Day, Good Housekeeping, Self, Fit Pregnancy, American Baby, and more. Druxman lives and relishes the Fit for Mom mission statement every day, helping moms make strides in fitness, motherhood, and life. She resides in San Diego with her husband, son, and daughter. Our interview will begin right after messages from our sponsors. Have you been wanting to launch your podcast and just haven't found the right resources? I launched Master Leadership Podcast in 2016, and it now ranks in top 1% globally. I've gathered all I've learned and created Master Your Podcast in a Weekend course on Master Your Swag app so that you have everything you need to share your voice with the world, minus those excuses. So download Master Your Swag app on Google or Apple platforms to access the Master Your Podcast course and launch your podcast this weekend. Welcome, Boss Mom, Lisa Druxman. How are you? 
I'm good. Thanks for having me on your show. And thanks for that intro. <laughs> yeah. Well, excited to have you. Are you ready to point to our listeners? I am ready. Let's do this. All right. All right. So Lisa, tell us a bit about your path to leadership and what you're doing now. I feel like my path to leadership was a bit accidental. I don't know if that's how many others feel, but I really feel like my true path to leadership started when I started my company, which is Fit for Mom. And I started it 21 years ago. So I was a new mom and I wasn't looking to become a leader. I was really just looking to meet other moms. And so I started a class called Stroller Strides in my neighborhood, which was a stroller-based workout. So I guess that was being a leader in that, but it was really because I I needed to connect with other moms and, and I had so many questions about motherhood. And apparently I wasn't the only one looking for that because we got requests from all over the country. And very long story short, we are now a franchise with 300 franchisees and thousands of locations across the country. And the program grew beyond stroller strides to being fitness of every stage of motherhood. So I started as a new mom. And next thing I know, I'm leading not only my family, but leading a company of thousands. Fantastic. So it's fit for mom. Is that correct? It is. It's fit for mom with the number four, F-I-T, the number four mom. And so we're the franchisor. We have franchises across the country and we have fitness for every stage of motherhood. So fitformom.com? Yes, fitformom.com. And what do I find when I go there? So you're going to find an explanation of all of our different classes. So like we have Fit for Baby, which is our prenatal program. We still have Stroller Strides, which is our flagship program. We have also some amazing programs like Body Boost and Body Well and a Run Club. So you can find a location finder. So you can find a location near you. And certainly if there's not a location near you, we're always looking for new franchisees and instructors because we are certainly always wanting to grow. We also have Fit for Mom on Demand, which is our online classes. So we can serve moms where we're not in their cities. We have an amazing blog. So our why is to give women the strength in motherhood. And so you'll find that on all of our social media, on all of our blog posts, we're really talking about fitness, wellness, mind-body, spiritual, all the energy that you need so that you can feel like a strong mama. Your why has been with you for a while. It has been. Yes, it's been our guiding light. We loved Simon Sinek's Start With Why the moment we read it, and it's really stuck with us the whole time. You know, when I was listening to your story, one of the things that just jumped out at me about you, and I just met you, <laughs> is that you're a learner and, uh, yes. and a collaborator because you recognize that you had to learn. You also recognize that you needed to stay healthy and you recognize that you needed other people and how you kind of merged all that together. And then you started your passion work. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And for me, one of my highest values is growth and it's what recharges me. There has never been a day that I haven't been trying to figure out how I can grow, how I can learn and all aspects of my life from, you know, my health to my finance, to who I am as a leader, the business. And I just feel like it's such an incredible time to be alive. I mean, look what we're doing right now, right? With podcasts, like this didn't exist when I was younger. And so you can learn from the best coaches and best courses. So I can't imagine staying stagnant when all of this incredible information is out there. Yeah. And speaking of podcasts and books, you have a podcast and you wrote a book. Tell us about that. Yeah. So book and podcast by the same name, The Empowered Mama, and it is about how to reclaim your time, your health and yourself. And 
so much of what I do is really that I identify my own problems and challenges, try to figure out a way through them. And then I'm a sharer. I love to share what I learn. So that's really what the book is about is how I figured out how to reclaim my time and my health and myself. And then the podcast interviews amazing women, all different kinds of entrepreneurs and amazing, incredible ladies who have figured out how to be empowered mamas themselves. So I love sharing people's stories. Lisa, I've interviewed so many leaders and I've learned so much, but one of the things that primes my leadership the most is parenting. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. I love that you asked that because there's actually an entire chapter in the Empowered Mama about leadership, because I feel like so much of leadership lessons are built for leaders in business. And yet, when you are a mom, you are a leader. And so I really, really wish that moms started to take on that as the honor and privilege and responsibility as it is. You're a leader in your family. And I am a very big believer that you can't lead others until you can lead yourself. So it's all about making sure that you're walking your own talk and taking care of your own health. It's funny. I ask moms across the country, I say, hey, do you want your kids to take care of themselves the way you do? Do you want them to eat? Eat like you do exercise. And they're always like, no, I want them to eat healthier, stress less, laugh more. I'm like, it's up to us. It's up to us to model that. And I think that's one of the greatest gifts of being a mom is for us to live as we one day want our kids to live. That's a gift. Yes. It reminds me of Gandhi saying, be the change you wish to see in the world, right? <laughs> yes. That's an important question that you ask because we do need to model, you know, kids won't do as you tell them, they'll do as they see, and they may not do it right away, but they'll get it right. They do. They're like little sponges. I mean, I have at the time of recording a 21 year old and a 17 year old, and it seems very rare that they do what I've asked them to do or tell them to do. But I am seeing as they're becoming adults that they are starting to live the values and the habits that we have, good and bad. So it's up to us to really model who we want our kids to be. And we're imperfect. And that's something to show them as well. You know, and it's beautiful when you hear them talking to their friends and then you realize they were actually listening to you in the good (laughs) (laughs) way. They are listening, right? And nobody calls you to the carpet more than your kids do, because if you're not walking the talk, they will tell you about it, which is really wonderful. Absolutely. Uh, You know, at least that's what you want. Yep. Yeah, I I love that John Maxwell quote. I might butcher it, but I think it's like a leader is one who knows the way, goes the way and shows the way. And so I think it's up to us as parents to know the way and go the way and show the way. Absolutely. Wonderful quote. You nailed it, my friend. Oh, good. (laughs) All right. So Lisa, as a lifelong learner, what are you learning right now? Well, I'm strategic in how I learn. So I really love Zig Ziglar's Wheel of Life exercise. And so I have a version of it in my Empowered Mama book, but certainly there's lots of versions. Tony Robbins has a version as well. And so every quarter, I kind of do a little Wheel of Life activity and Wheel of Life will look at all different things. It's going to look at your relationships, financial, fun. I mean, different wheels will look at different things. And I look to see where am I feeling off? Where am I feeling off balance? And sometimes I'm okay with that. Like there have been times and stages of my life where friendships are low and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm all right with that because it's the stage of life that I'm in, but there will be a time where I'm like, okay, finance is off. And I don't mean 
the amount of money I'm making. I mean, my knowledge about finance and understanding it. So then I'll start studying and reading books and listening to podcasts about finance to help kind of bring that up. So I'm thoughtful that way. Wherever area I'm feeling weakened, if I feel like my marriage is feeling on the low side, then I'm going to listen to more marriage podcasts. So it just kind of depends on what's going on in my business and in my life. Yeah. And we live in this age where we can get so much information from so many places. And I love podcasting because you can be cooking and learning at the same time, right? Absolutely. You know, we have almost 300 franchisees and we have all different kinds of ways we coach them and educate them. But their number one way they request to learn is through podcasts. We have a private podcast just for our franchisees because they're like, I can listen when I'm driving the kids to school or doing the dishes and laundry. And so it's a great way I don't believe in multitasking, but it's a great way to multitask on activities that don't take a lot of brain work. So folding laundry, doing the dishes, great way to be at least having some compound interest there. I like that compound interest. You talked about feeling off, which is really important for leaders to notice, but sometimes we don't because we're so busy. So what is some advice that you can give us? Because this is a really important point. We're so busy sometimes doing the work or being productive, meeting deadlines that we feel a little off, but we ignore it, keep moving. Sometimes it's embarrassing to share kind of the nerdy things that I do, but I'm going to show you behind my curtain. I'm a data geek, and I find that a lot of the things that work in business also work in life. So a really good business strategy is to be checking in on your KPIs, your key performance indicators, daily, weekly, like regularly checking in. So for a business, I might be checking the number of leads you have, you know, website hits, sales revenue, whatever for your business. But I think that we have KPIs in life too. So I journal every morning and in my journal, I actually track my mood. I track how I'm feeling with give my health a score. I track how my marriage is feeling. So it's just kind of a daily check-in with how am I doing on these things? And that's when I start to see dips or patterns and routines. Like I'm 51, but I'm still going through menstrual cycles. And I'll notice with this that like, oh, my mood, everything goes down, you know, right before my period. So it also gives me the permission to give myself grace and space to realize those are just kind of natural cycles that we have in life. I'm a little nerdy too. Oh, good. (laughs) I don't collect all that data. (laughs) I'm feeling challenged. Maybe I should, but I do journal and I do really tap into how I'm feeling. I call it a reset in the morning. um, I love that. You know, sometimes I either don't get enough sleep or I have dreams that are intense. And, you know, when you have intense dreams, you feel like you've gone through it and you wake up some sort of way. And I have to, no, I choose to reset. Yeah, we said it's that change of energy, you recalibrate, and then you're able to face the day differently. I love that. And it can be different for everybody, like creating those rituals to check in. It might be that you wrap up the end of your workday and just do the end of the workday and just go, okay, what worked? What didn't? What do I have tomorrow? And it kind of helps you tie it all up and just give you a transition from work to personal life. And so whether you do that before you go to bed or, you know, after work, I think that these little rituals are a way to get us out of burnout where we're constantly just going, 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 living in fight or flight. And instead to just kind of take some space and to recalibrate and see how you're feeling and you just can keep resetting. So I love that you do that. You know, let's talk a little bit about burnout because that's such an important 
thing not to do. (laughs) I've experienced burnout. I don't know if you have, but. Oh, yeah. And when I think of moms today um, and I think of, you know, badass boss babes, you know, today. Yeah. Um, oftentimes they're like, yeah, you know, let's get this done. And they forget to practice self-care, especially when they're young, because that's what happened to me. I forgot. Yep. I thought that I could do it all, be all. As a mom too, you know, it, it took a toll on me. We could talk the rest of the hour all on burnout. A hundred percent I experienced it, which is why I wrote the book, The Empowered Mom. It was how I got myself out of it. But the fact that we're talking right now, it is a new epidemic. Burnout has always been an issue for moms, but all caretakers right now are experiencing it, and especially moms at a whole nother level, because unfortunately, the workload is still not distributed domestically, and they've had to take on so much more since the pandemic, and people are exhausted. And I think of that metaphor like a canary in the coal mine, where we used to send canaries in a coal mine to see if the coal mine was safe. And the canary died, you never blamed the canary, right? Like right now, we're in a dangerous coal mine and we need to change some things. And I feel like almost everybody, I don't want to say just moms, are living in a state of fight or flight where we're not getting to complete the full stress response cycle. So if you think about back in caveman days, when you came into contact with a lion or tiger, you know, you'd fight or flight, you'd freeze, you get a run, probably I'm going to run. So I'm going to run and run and run. You've got all this cortisol and all this stress. But then if you escaped, if you made it, you come back to your village and you get hugs and love and you get relief, right? You get tons of oxytocin. You're feeling so good. That's the completion of the cycle. We're not getting a completion of a cycle. We're just living in fight or flight. Our brain doesn't know the difference between all these pings we're getting and all these little stressful messages we're getting and think about all the news and all the things we're getting. So we really have to take control over our schedules, how we create space for ourselves and how we actually change that stress response because otherwise we are all in burnout and you're seeing record numbers of people quitting, record numbers of people from employees, even just business owners. They're just done. People just want to throw in the towel. And so we've got to do some things so that people are able to reignite and not just burn out. And as parents, our children are watching, you know, if we practice self-care, they will too. They'll see Absolutely. it. So Lisa, when you think of leadership today, what most concerns you and what are you most hopeful about? Hmm. What most concerns me, I think, is authenticity. What I'm thinking about is that there's all of these influencers and people who are saying, you know, they're leaders and they're, you know, join my course or whatever, but they haven't actually experienced the things that you need to experience to really become a leader. And it's easy to be an imposter on social media and online. And I think that we need really true, authentic leaders who will show you behind the curtain and show you the ugliness and show you the imperfections because goodness, we are all so imperfect. So I think that is one of the things that concerns me is like where people are getting their leadership lessons. I specifically have concerns, actually, this is important for women with leadership lessons. So I'm so glad you're doing this podcast because other than that, when I used to take leadership classes, most of the leadership classes were built around the needs of men, all right? We need completely different things as a leader. So like I remember when I went to a leadership class where they said, you need to not take credit for all the things, you know, you need to let your team take credit for more. 
Well, first of all, yes, that's true that you need to let your team take credit for things, but that's actually not a challenge of a woman. A woman's needs to take credit for more in most cases. So I just feel like a lot of the leadership lessons that are out there are very masculine driven and we need more really great, strong female leadership lessons. So those are the things that I'm worried about. What was the next part was, what am I excited about? Hopeful about yes. <laughs> what am I hopeful about? I'm hopeful about that this really is an incredible time to learn, that you have access to more education, more leaders, more people than we ever have before. It used to be before the internet. Who did you have access to if you went to a class or a course and somewhere in person? Now it doesn't matter what continent you live in, what time zone you live in, you have access to the best. And I feel like it's having everybody raise their game. Absolutely. As you spoke about, you know, bringing that female energy into leadership and it's a unique space. But I think we need both, right? The male, female energy. Oh, definitely. So one of the things that I'm talking a lot about when I do leadership development and talk about, you know, values in leadership, I mentioned the four-letter word, love. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, it's like, what? We're talking about love in corporate? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Because love is the highest vibrating energy as humans that we can experience. And so bringing that to the table and talking about it helps us to add value to people to love ourselves, love others, bring the stakes up as far as that social emotional connection, that communication that's so needed in leadership. So I love that. I couldn't agree more. I have had some really great mentors and one person that comes to mind as soon as you said that uh, her name is Mary Kay Durant and she shares a story like she used to be a leader at fortune 500 type company, like top, 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 top leader, but she led inauthentically to her. She wasn't leading with love. She was leading with this strong arm and energy that wasn't authentic to her. And she realized this didn't work. And she like literally had an epiphany and decided, you know what, I am going to lead from love. And I don't care if that's not what is out there, or what's the norm. Well, the businesses she ran took off and then businesses from all over the place started hiring her as a consultant because it works and it's a universal language and crosses all genders, all sexes. And, you know, those who you lead, what they want to know is, do you care for me? Can I trust you? And can you help me? Yes. Those are the three things they want to know. You know, love is just the umbrella that covers all of that, which is pretty cool. I agree. I love that. Yeah. All right. So we have a question from a former guest. Sarah Sabin wants to know, what do you believe are the top three qualities of an exceptional leader? Oh, that's a great question. Top three qualities. One is just to have the vision. I mean, people aren't going to follow you. I mean, if you're a leader, unless you are having a vision that people are going to be passionate about and excited about. And so we talked earlier about your why. So being clear on your why and having something that people vibrate with, they're going to be excited about it. The second part of being a leader, I think, is having the strategy to make that vision come true and to kind of show the way. And I like the third part, the word that I'm thinking of is schedule, like is how do you actually take action on it and make it come to life? And I think it's about lifting up the people who you work with, listening to them. I think all of that is so important. 
I love these three. Really, really important. Listening is something I started this podcast because as a leader, needed to learn to listen more. Still learning. So how important is listening? Let's dive a little deeper in there. Anyone can tell others what to do. But being a leader is being able to work with someone and hear we all have different strengths. And, you know, one of the things that I've learned as a leader in my own company is it's very natural to want to hire people who are just like you, but I don't need anybody else like me. I'm enough. Like We need to hire people who are really different. So we do Enneagram so that we have, make sure we've got all different kinds of personalities on our team. And if you do personality tests, you things like Enneagram, you'll really find that everybody has different ways to look at things, different perspectives, different voices to lend. And it's kind of like an orchestra, right? An orchestra with just one instrument's not that interesting. But when you are listening to all of the instruments, that's where the beautiful music comes from. I think that's the best metaphor I can give of why it's important to listen. That's We're creating something together. And so my voice is just one voice. And yes, it's up to me as a leader to bring people together towards a common goal. But if you really listen to your team, you're able to create something just magical. You know, and I love that metaphor because I think of a conductor yeah. and as a leader, that's what we are. I don't know much about music is the truth. But Nor I, do I. So I'm not sure if I should have used that metaphor, but it seemed like it was. Right, but when I, I, love, I do love music. And when I watch conductors, I mean, the really good ones, they just glance at musicians and they bring out the best in them. They have this timing and they know when to bring it out. And so as leaders, you know, people say things, but we also listen for the things that they're not saying, right? Which is a skill that we can continue to develop. We never arrive. Yeah. And it's just having trust in your musicians, having trust in your team that they know how to play their instrument. Like there's no way that the conductor doesn't know how to play all of those instruments. Just like, I don't know how to do all the things in my team. So it's having trust in your team that they know the job that they need to do and working with them so that we're all working together. Trust is another one, another rabbit hole that we could just do it. (laughs) But I won't. Okay. Trust is super, super important. Okay. So Lisa, as a listener of this podcast, what's a question that you would like a future leadership guest to respond to? Like, what are you curious about? You know, as much as I think so many of us love our jobs, love what we do, we all get burned out. We all get days where we want to throw in the towel. I would love to know from a future guest, what do you do when you want to throw in the towel? Lisa, I love that question. I will absolutely pose it to our next guests. Now, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? I'm grateful to get a chance to be on your show. And I really feel like leadership is a gift and think about where you want to lean in in your own life, because that is the gift that you're going to be able to share with whomever you're leading, whether it's your family or your team members. Now tell us again where we can connect with you. Yeah, please just go to fitformom.com to find out about any of our fitness classes and has links to all of our social media and all the things. And then certainly I am available on Instagram and Facebook at Lisa Drexman. And your book, The Empowered Mama, as well as the podcast, make sure you tune in. Lisa, I want to thank you so much for adding value to me and to our listeners. It's been a great conversation. Thanks for having me on your show. In closing, here's a quick message. Coaching is the art of influence that underpins leadership in the 21st century. 
It is the very thing that can get you from being stuck to being extraordinary. So go to masterleadership.org and sign up to get a free coaching session. Until next time, continue to ignite that leader in you.